Episode 2 of Does It Hurt When You Do That? Don't Do That. Thank you so much for joining me again and thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode. It's been fantastic to receive your well wishes and it's really kept me going because as I say in that episode, I'm not really sure what I'm doing but I'm doing it anyway because well life is for living because Here I am uh, talking from my isolation inspiration station on Wurundjeri country in Nam, Melbourne, Australia in lockdown number six. That is where I am in time and space and I'm not really going to talk too much about this lockdown um, because, well, I was really angry about it initially. I felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. But also, I'm not going to talk about it because we've got some amazing other things to chat about. And I guess we're kind of over the lockdown. I'm quite grateful and fortunate that I can actually leave the house to go to work. And I have a really lovely home. And, um, well, if you are here and didn't think that you were going to get any of this kind of lockdown chat... Um, feeling a bit uncomfortable well that's that's okay it's okay to be uncomfortable and what else is uncomfortable is life my friends and that's why we're here to talk about it with the guests (laughs) let's just take a deep breath and also I can work on this fantastic wee ep that we've got going today I'm very excited to introduce you to our guest, Zoe Marsh. I met Zoe in 2010. We did dance and performing arts school together and she calls me Jan because that's what I got called back then. And Zoe is an Australian-born creative choreographer, director and movement coach who has an extensive CV across the music, film, theatre, TV, fashion advertising and community industries. This has led her to work with some pretty cool cats such as Vera Blue, George Ellis, Greta Ray, Kite String, she's done stuff for ABC Kids, Platypus Shoes, Junior Eurovision Song Contest, Edinburgh Fringe Festival and the Australian Open. But what she's done and in this way is not so much at the forefront of the conversation. The conversation more goes to her insights of meeting herself versus meeting her career, her perspective of time, of what it is to say no about boundaries. She goes into beautiful depth about the conversations that she has with her creativity. We talk about what distraction tells us about habit formation, what it's like to be kind to oneself and be real to oneself, what it means to be a teacher or a leader and what it means just to be. There's pauses in this chat where we take time to let things marinate and I was going to edit some of these and kind of speed things up but these are the sorts of conversations that I'm wanting to promote that 
there's not this need for a real immediacy of I go, you go, have to respond right away, but rather just allow for the space and let each idea land and intentionally come with a response. The space is, it almost feels like a bit of a meditation. I really like it because um, I'm someone who often has a lot of things on the go. So anytime there's a little opportunity to wait, I see it like a little treat. So this interview we recorded back in February and I was in Whangaroa, Raglan, New Zealand. And the only place where I could get good Wi-Fi was out the back of the community center, which is overlooking the Foursquare, which is like New Zealand's 7-Eleven. So you're going to hear some ambient noise with birds and planes and stuff in the distance. And I feel like, well, coming from the context that I am now, it's a real treat hearing those sounds of Kiwi summer. So I hope that you enjoy this chat that I had with Zoe Marsh as much as I did out the back of the Foursquare. Book it in, like, huh? no questions asked. It's like, I'm so done. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that you're, you you see it like that and you recognize it like that because I think as artists, that's how it is. And mm-hmm. I think that we don't give ourselves permission to grow as a self because it's like not seen as valid, but it's like oh. that's the only way you're going to be better. This is, and people <laughs> often ask you like, oh, how do you, have you been, how do you sustain your job, your creativity? And I'm like, it's, it's, it's about the phys- how I sustain my physical self. If I keep the physical and mental self in a top-notch spot, the ideas can land. They can come in. Mm. But if I'm a mess, something's going to happen. Like mm. it's actually more about what I do. The same ideas are going to come, but I'm just going to get better at executing them because I'm going to, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like the person executing mm. them is like in tip-top shape, like physically and mentally. That, that's the easy part now. <laughs> mm. you know yeah it's just like yeah. oh yeah 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 oh yeah let's do that that's sick let's do that but like go to yoga and like grow and read and like go and keep the house stuff. tidy keep the house like this is insane like my upstairs yeah. my upstairs is clean like ah oh, nice your mind palace is like tidy and grow oh, yeah it's good it's like and I'm so in tune with it and I'm just like yeah like just even with time like mm-hmm. When I'm, mm. the minute I clock off from work, I don't check the time. I eat when I'm hungry. If I'm, if I'm at my mate's house down the road, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go home when the clouds go, like when the, when the moon comes out of the clouds, like that's my time to go. Like, I'm just like, I don't have to be on time when I'm not scheduled. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to look at the time. It's irrelevant. And yeah. I, feel, I, my rest is so much better. Like, like last night I was stargazed for three hours on my friend's farm next to a bonfire wow on a monday night it's like yeah i could have so in- yeah i could have watched movies at home i bet that but I, like i also could just lay outside and yeah. then and then be here to on time to like, yeah, yeah to clock on my call cool, yeah. got this got a meeting and then that time will end and then i'll go to being back timeless like mm, i really like that it's, it's my um my New Year's resolution for 2019 was to see more sunsets. Yeah, nice. 
and that was really good because yep. it meant that like, every day I stopped. Yeah. I stopped and I was like, oh, and I was like, it happens every day. And it, yeah. And with like, it, it, it's like your most reliable friend. Mm. It's like, like when I go to the beach every day, I'm like, you're not going anywhere. Mm. Like you, you're showing me exactly how you are every day. There's no hidden, there's no upfront. You're just like, this is me today. And I'm like, fair, mad, thanks. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, sunrise, sunset, swells, tides, they rock up every day. Mm. And I'm just like, it teaches me to keep rocking up, you know, for myself. Nice. It's such a big teacher. Like just nature and the sun. I'm like, fuck, the sun had it. Like if it's rainy or something, and it's like a bit of a shit day. I'm like, it's still going to rise tomorrow. It's not going to go, I need a day off. It's still going to get up and do what it's designed to do. Mm. And, then, and then go to, and then chill out, you know, we lose it. Yeah. It's, it's so nice. Isn't, mm. like, isn't perspective just so healthy? Absolutely. <laughs> it's like Absolutely. Medicine. It's medicine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's medicine. Like it's medicine. I'm always just like zoom out. Look at it. Not there's nothing wrong. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's wild, yeah. dude. Yeah. John, look at you. I'm just like want to hug you. What are we like? I know, me too. I want to hug you as well. Like, <laughs> I seriously, like, I feel like it's been since probably about five years. Maybe we like did a summer school. I remember, or there was like one thing, and you were just like, I did this, and I was like. We have to hang out. Yeah, I, I've ever seen, I think I saw you at Spring Awakening. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Or it was like, and I was just like, we have to hang out. I was like, I'll come and see you. And then, but then I know that you've also been like, you know, laying low and doing your thing as well. Yeah. And it's, it's also just so nice to like know that like you're just doing your thing. You're a bloody diamond in the rough and then I'm here and then we can see each other. And then it's yeah. just like, it's, you know, it's like the best people in my life are ones that I don't speak to. Like, do you know what I mean? That I yeah, can just, true. We can, we can just jump back on the phone after however many years and be like, sup, yo, like love what you're doing, love what you're doing. It's like, yeah. And it's no, like, it's just so easy. You know, like, mm. I definitely, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I love how easy friendships are. You know, when you're when I was younger or even in Melbourne, like, when work full-time, it was very much like, oh, yeah, yeah, make that effort with this person. And, like, we've got to go to that event and this. And now I'm just, like, people are like, what do you do on the weekend? I'm like, I can't tell you today. It's fucking Tuesday. Ask, yeah. me, on, ask me on Saturday. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah. I can't make plans. Mm. I just have to flow. Mm. I plan my work. I learned it the hard way though. Yeah. Yeah. I learned it the hard way of oh, making plans because I just, just put too many in. Yes, yeah, same. You, you wear yourself out. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I'm cooked. <laughs> like, I haven't heard someone say that for a little while except for me. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You're sitting there and I'm like, this yeah. is self-infliction. I cooked myself. Yeah. There's no one else. Here. like, oh, so you work so hard. I'm like, nah, overcommit. It's no one. It's my fault. I say, yes, 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 yes. I'll make it work is the most dangerous words I can ever say. I'm saying no, but I'll make it work. Like I'm mm. literally going against what I'm meant to be doing. 
Okay, then we're going to get straight into that. So if that, I've recorded a little while ago, by the way, oh, my guest cool. is here. We'll just start it whenever, you know. Uh, welcome, everyone. There's probably been some kind of a preamble. I'm recording from out the back of the Raglan Community Centre and the Raglan Foursquare. So if you hear some ambient uh, summer Aotearoa sounds, that's what you're hearing. And I'm here with my guest. Uh, who are you? <laughs> I am a human being. Labeled as Australian, living in Torquay, Victoria, and I go by the name of Zoe with two E's. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And you were telling me about something that you said that hurts you. So does it hurt when you do that? Don't do that. Saying I make it work. Yeah, I make it work. And the most dangerous words, what I put in my in my time that I think that I it's the thing that I was saying and it was causing me the most pain. You know, like even though I love, I love what I do and I love everyone in my life and my job, by me saying I'll make it work is me showing up for everyone else instead of myself. Mm. So now I'm like, I'm so sorry I can't. <laughs> They're like, oh, really? You're the yes girl. I was like, yeah, well, I was. Now I'm the, I can't. <laughs> or next week or in, yeah. in March, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been, a, I've been trying to call myself out on it. So like that fear that you have, we have, I've experienced where you're like, I'm not going to say no, I'm going to make it work. Have you found like now going, I can't, has that fear actually come true in terms of, does that make yeah. sense? I don't know if I yeah. phrased that question. No, no, no. Well. Yeah. Like what I was scared of, like, are you saying so what, like by saying I was scared of something by saying no. Yeah, and now on the other side of the, the coin, I've said no, and the, it's the opposite. I'm just like, it's very empowering. And I'm also just like, I'm meeting myself. It's, I used to just spend all my time meeting my career. And that's where that fear of saying no came from. You know, you got to hustle, hustle, hustle. And I'm like, you should hear me. Like, I used to work seven days a week. And now someone's like, oh, are you free on Saturday? I'm like, nah. They're like, what about Sunday? I'm like, nah. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, I'm free Monday to Friday. But I need those two days now. It's kind of a bare minimum, you know. I know I used to say yes. And it's also having to, um, the hardest part is educating the people that I'm unlearning the habit that they know me by. Because <laughs> mm. they're all yeah. like, oh, you're saying no. And I'm like, I know. I don't say that word very often. Now I'm like, with love, no. <laughs> Rewriting the scripts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. Re like, and just like organically, just like in the moment being like, no, I didn't like that. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, I also don't like meat. Does that mean it's bad? <laughs> you know, like you asked me for my actual opinion. So here it is with love mm. from love, but it's cool. Yeah. But I'll make it work dangerous for me personally. Mm. Mm. Do you think that 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 the the career hustle of seven days a week thing, like where do you think it came from for you that need? Oh, it was definitely like there's a big combination in that soup. That's from like just the way that we're conditioned through training, through you're only as good as your last job. If you're not at the like the front of your game, you'll be blacklisted and forgotten. Like there's so much fear that is actually like you're on a ballet bar, but you're not learning ballet. You're learning fear. And I was just <laughs> like, Jesus, like, 
but then this like passion inside me is like let's do it I love creating and I'm like yeah but like you know the I it's taken me a long time I don't know if this answers it properly but it's taking me a long time to actually identify my organic reality of my job my hustle my art because for so long I've been unlearning the reality that was scripted to me to I think in fact feed their system you know like don't don't leave too far from the den come back this is your home like we'll take care of you you're only as good as your last job we'll keep you on a leash and I'm just like hold up like this is serving you like this is not serving me like and this is your fear that you're passing on to me and I'm open I'm listening to you like yeah I'll do that and then I was just like unlearning that and being like no <laughs> namaste away <laughs> namaste away you know what yeah. I mean like yeah, yeah you, can, you can take your terrifying tondos elsewhere yeah <laughs> and I think it's I think it's also I was, I was actually thinking about this the other day and had a brief conversation about it is I've stepped I've taken the word freelance out of my answer when people say what's your role I just go I'm a creative for so long I was like oh, I'm freelance creative and I'm telling myself subconsciously that my job is not secure so I'm subconsciously telling myself you've got to hustle because you're freelance you don't know when your next one is and I'm like I technically on paper do I have a job in June no do I have a job in May no I'm probably booked until I've got some stuff in April you know it's Feb now but doesn't mean I'm like no nah, I'm a creative that's, that's, that's I do it every day so I'm a full-time creative instead of like I'm mm-hmm. a freelance creative so changing that kind of dialogue as well has been helpful but yeah so much inherited fear yeah it's I, I ah thank you so much for that I resonate with so much of it as the the permission and the language and the words that we give ourselves you know we believe the stories that we tell ourselves and that we tell other people mm-hmm. and oh, um yeah. yeah I like mate I was hanging out with these Americans um and you know they were people when you're traveling like what do you do and I was like oh yeah you know I make shows and and then the Americans like you know man me and these guys were changing the world and like I said whoa okay I'm gonna be more like an American when I talk about what I do and then I started I made a decision to not be self-deprecating and and it's it's cool it's exciting so I'm gonna be cool and excited about it mm-hmm. and then it's only bought me good things and it's made me have to live up to that. Yeah. Mm. It's so healthy. I've, I moving away from the city after being in cities for like 10 years and I've been, I was born and raised down in the country and the coast. So coming back there and just meeting this new community of people that they've really taught me to actually like really back what I do because, because when they're asking me, what are you working on right now? It's, it's, it's real where I find there's a lot of conversation in the industry and I say this with love and maybe I'm saying something I sh- people don't want to hear, but people are like, oh, what are you up to? Not out of interest, out of like what works going around. It's not authentic. So you start to like, I don't tell anyone what I'm doing because I, I'm, I'm really scared of the reaction and I don't want to offend anyone. But, and then I have to clock myself. I'm like, but you're working really hard. Don't be ashamed for working. But just because someone else isn't doesn't mean you shouldn't, you know, be able to speak about it or be proud of it. But yeah, meeting these like bunch of people that don't aren't from that industry has taught me to be like, yeah, I'm fucking working on this. This is this is dope. Like, this is how I'm spending my time. I'm so proud of myself. Like, you know, and it's just it changes it. It just keeps bringing good things 
in and better conversations and a better relationship with what where like my goals like I'm not as hard on myself anymore I'm still pretty tough on myself that's just mm. my nature but I'm not I'm not I'm, I'm not mean to myself anymore mm. you know, there's something that hurt that you're not doing anymore yeah. yeah I'm not mean anymore I'm like come on Zoe we got this like I back myself more if I'm lazy if I'm tired I'll call myself out I'm like that's your own fault Zoe like you know because there's sometimes I'm like I'm human, but I'm not mean to myself anymore. But I think it's just having that positive conversation. Yeah, like you said, like the Americans, like back in yourself. Like, mm. you're like I'm going to toot my horn. Doesn't mean it has to be ego driven. I'm just like, I'm doing this right here, right now with my time. Mm. <laughs> do you think that there's, do you think that there's any like little actual practical things or ways in which you learn to be kinder to yourself? And then also, um, how to toot your horn in a way that's not ego driven, like where you see that difference lies. Yeah, I, I, I would have to say, like in terms of like practices, or like I've really been trying to, and I think it's something I'll forever be unfolding and forever being like looking at is how can I sustain my hobby? Because my hobby turned into my paycheck, and then I make sure I haven't lost the hobby factor right so like that's a really and that's like having conversations my creativity being in in like being connected to it asking it what it needs as well like instead of me just expecting to rock up to work every day unfed unappreciated unloved you know so like that's really helped me and then to see my creativity as something that's that's I collaborate with rather than am it actually helps me look at the work and be like that was pretty cool though you know what I mean? Like, because in my head, I'm like, I'm the receptionist to my creativity. I just like the shiny girl at the front and be like, hey, welcome to Zoe's Creativity. How can I help you today? Yep, I'll send you to the boardroom. And then everyone's like, well done. I'm like, I didn't, like, it wasn't me. It just dropped in. I, I, I did it. As long as I keep, like we we're saying at the start of the call, the physical body and the mental body in like clean top shape. Like I'm like a, I'm a sick factory. Like anything can be made. You could come at me, but separating myself, like Zoe, the human from the work that I work on is the, the biggest, it was the greatest thing that I could do to actually watch back things or yeah. And it's not my ego saying it because I'm appreciating the work. I'm not going, I did this and I must blah, 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 me, me, me. I'm like, how cool is that work? And what would we work more on or what could I change differently if I was to do it again? So having that space doesn't, I feel like I'm appreciating creation instead of like tapping into, like letting my ego come up and be like, oh, I did that. <laughs> me, mm-hmm. me, me. If, does that make sense? Like, mm, yeah. yeah. And just looking at it from a different angle. Just. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> It's so, yeah, yeah, because also it's a gift, right? And, and um, one thing about our gifts is, is if we don't share them, it's the disservice to mm-hmm. the world and yeah. to ourselves. Yeah. 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 So are there times when you look at your, look at what's coming up for you work-wise yeah. and, or if you're like in the middle of a job and you're like, holy smokes, the hobby's lost. What do you do to get it back again? Oh yeah, I've I've been in that situation many 
many times and I I don't have like a strict schedule in terms of how I go about this, but I'm really keep myself accountable on a daily basis. Like if I don't express for myself, not my work, like once a day, whether that's going for a walk, I'm learning to surf again. So like, you know, I'm not very good, but I'll go surfing for three hours because my ho- my the hobby come is not dance. The hobby isn't even art. The hobby is the body. Mm. That's my hobby. Like redefining what like, and there's some different elements of my hobby. Like I go to yoga every day because I like moving my body or testing my body surfing. I try skateboarding. Like, so if I'm not, if I'm not letting my hobby, my body do something on the daily basis, like I, I see how it affects my work. Cause so like, it's not even a dance class every day. Like, yeah, I still, you know, put my headphones on and jam like every day. That's just like a, it's like brushing my teeth, but I really make sure I'm listening to my body when it's like, I'm feeling cold for a swim. I'm like, let's go swim, you know, because it's the toolkit. It's like my, for me to work, I use my physical body. So, and for me to keep that intact, I have to feed it. Mm. And it's just like, you know, it's, I don't want to just feed it just dance. It's like eating only one meal forever. It's like, I'm going to, and that's, I did do that for a while. I only thought the outlet had to be dancing. And I was just like, I actually was like kind of resenting classes. I was like, oh, I don't really want to like do a chasse, like, I don't really want to do like a part of a ray or like a pirouette right now. I want to like, run them up (laughs) you know what I mean so Mm. yeah I think it's like going to find the seed of what your hobby actually is like taking the identity of the label away like it's not dance class or acting or theater it's my tool of expression is the body people express themselves skydiving Mm. you know what I mean so Mm. I really I'm pretty I'm pretty on my shit with that. <laughs> yeah. It's been taking a long time. It's taken a long time. It's like practicing to meditate every day. Like it takes a long time to actually sit every day. And I sit most days, but not every day, you know, but the, yeah, I really, and I feel it. If I haven't fed my, if I haven't fed myself, my creative self in a few days, my body's like, all right, I need more than a yoga class. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Do you want a sunset? Like, do you want a lame stargaze? Do you need a bonfire? Like, tell me what you need. <laughs> mm. um and that is now like looking at I guess your reading from your bio your aspiration with your work <laughs> about how we use movement to make an impact a physical mental emotional and social impact yeah it's like once we know that seed and can understand it um then that's where that can channel I think yeah. Yeah, I think it's for me, like I, I guess, you know, I'll share my experience is like people, people like, what do you do? You know, you're studying psychology and philosophy and yoga and performing. What do you do? What are you? And I just say like, I want to spread joy yeah. and I want to incite things in people. Yes. And so how I do that is no like, nah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. We, we need, we need definition to understand things and to sell things and to buy things, I guess, you know, like someone, but then again, people buy Tupperware containers and use them for everything. Yeah. It's, 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 I always think about like 
if you think about money and buying, like you're buying an idea, you're buying a campaign, you're buying a product, you're buying a story, you're buying the, the habit to then need more. You know what I mean? So like, just like anything you spend your time, your physical time or your money on or your energy, like make it versatile, mm. you know, like, don't, like for any, like for anyone, I don't want to say dancers or actors or singers, like don't just go, that's my only car, like have heaps. Cause that's the way you can, I don't know, you can, you can connect to more people. This dance is only a very small part of the world like trained, trained dancing, like social, there's way more people that social dance than, than trained dance. And I don't even mean like in like, you know, the like underground communities of like crews and battles. I'm talking like people that just go to a festival to dance, like the general person dancing for six hours at a festival. Why are they doing that? Cause they want to move their body. They need, they want to, they want to actually like, they want to release, they want to get in. They're like, let's vibe this, you know, like it's, that's, it's a community. It's a social thing. Do you find that because you grew up with fear at the bar that doing the social thing, dancing, have you found times when you're like, I can't do it like you can. I know too many rules. Um, I think. I'm pretty, I'm really thankful that I started dancing late. Mm. So I, I had a fear, I had a fear of the bar in the ballet room, like it, in the studio, like the fear of the bar was like the place that like you touched it. And I was like, that was my grip. That was my grip to the fear, literally. Right. But I like, I would take myself out by myself just to dance stone cold sober I'll be like mm, 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 mm. just listen to like a dj or a good set just because i'm like yeah i just want to move i don't want to move to i don't want to be paid to move right now or to make something i'm like i just want to go like flex some steps and see what happens like so i've never had a fear of it i because i started late for me i was already socially dancing before i was trained dancing so yeah you know, you put music on and I could never stand still, whether it was on the trampoline or the swings or I was jumping around. So I, but yeah, I definitely, I haven't lost that. But I, I, I do find it really strange when dancers, I hate keep saying dancers, but dancers go out and they don't dance. And I'm like, this is your expression, you know, there's a whole floor and live music yeah. with an amazing sound system for hours and hours and hours. And no one's going to tell you you're wrong or to pull up or to jump higher. You can just dance for time for so long. But yeah, people are scared. Like people, some people, they, they only exist in the rules. Mm. And that's like not saying that's right or wrong. For me, I'm just like, dance is not about. There's not in this dance doesn't have a rule kit. You know, ballet does, but dance doesn't. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, I've always I've always kept that social. I haven't. I'm I'm feel really lucky. I haven't had that fear creep in. I mean, obviously there is a bit of fear there because a goal of mine is to train in become a b-girl and actually compete oh true yeah and it's How's something that going? That, well it's, it's it's slow and it's something that i am in no rush to do a b-girl is like a girl who break dances right yeah 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 I, yeah i can really see myself 
I'm working on my strength a lot. I know some basics. I'm always practicing them and I try to incorporate it when I'm just jamming. But I can really see like future me just rocking up to a battle, like not even there to win, just to exercise that side of me. But I just, it's something I don't want to rush. And I'm just, Mm. that's when I have to be realistic. And I'm like, how much time do I actually have to, you know, work and create and be in the system of like paying the, the jobs and the money and the tax and, you know, and then this, but it's fun because it's like a ho- when something's a hobby, you're in no rush. I think like, I'm in no rush to become some shredder on this, in, on a wave. Like I'm just like stoked that I can steer my board. <laughs> a shredder B girl on a wave. Imagine me board. Spin, head That's spinning on a board. Head spinning on a board. That's what we need. That's what's going to happen. Hey, imagine that yeah. pretty fresh. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I so I um I did Spiritual Banana my show and and here in Raglan I did two shows on the weekend straight back to back. Mm-hmm. The first time ever, I longboarded down to the harbour and swam naked under the stars after my show, and I dude, was like, "Dude, that's this is so... uh this is a good way to finish work." Oh yeah, we we shot a music video on a beach down the coast recently with like a bunch of like some of just the most beautiful people that I've met through like kind of like music video film scene right and it, we've all worked together heaps and we we shot on film and we only had to do three takes because it was on film and it was on sunset and then when it was wrapped we all just like just went swimming and we were like imagine if every shoot wrapped like this like literally we're all mm. just swimming around like children like and the beach was empty and I was just like this is like this is how you should knock off yeah like the UN after they finish their thing, they should just go down to some of those Swiss mountains. Oh, yeah. no, shoot, the UN's not in Switzerland. <laughs> go down to a canal, yeah. take a train to Amsterdam, yeah, <laughs> go right. for a swim. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's so natural, literally. Mm. Oh, that's so – I love that you did that. Oh, I'm going to go for a night swim, I reckon, maybe tonight. Mm. You've inspired me. So um, – Yes. Does it hurt when you do that? Do that. What is like a thing if you were like, do this? It hurts, but it's good. If you do, that's something that you have in your life. So, yeah. so for some people, for me, it's like whenever I'm by water, I will go for a swim. Like if I can swim in it, I'm gonna go. Oh, it's cold. Go. It do oh, it. Yeah. Oh, like there might be a few things you can choose. Any. Oh, I actually. I, I, I struggle to answer it because I think because I've just ironed that I've ironed it out. I'm just in this space right now where I'm like, whatever I, whatever I'm called to do, I'm going to do. Like if it's freezing cold water or if it's like breaking my sleep to, I don't know, like if it feels right, I'll do it. And it sounds so like, I can't even think of an example because I've been leaning into it so much that, that I've, I feel like I'm recreating the habit of just like, yeah, if, I don't know if that makes sense. Like I just. Yeah, it does I'm, make sense. Yeah, like I, I'm not, I'm not going, this is good for me. So do it. I'm just like, this is medicine. Let's go. Like, but there was a, probably a time where I was like, not as that I would have say like, go to yoga at 6 30 in the morning because it's good for you but now I'm like I'm not fit my thinking brain isn't saying going to yoga my body's just taking me to yoga you know what I mean I'm just the passenger I'm like yeah body good call let's go to yoga Mm. 
you know, it's mm. good for me. So I've taken that like hurt. It's just like, I know what you mean, but I've just, yeah, I reckon I've been ironing it, ironing it out. Is it almost like that the, the leaning in might be the thing that you're like, oh, I'm used to that now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. Get in that. Oh, yeah. Can, and even like, I can, one thing that I know is good for me that I'm, I'm working on, this is really random, but this is probably the one thing that, it's not discomfort, but there is a little bit of discomfort. So when I go to the beach, I try to walk a hundred steps with my eyes shut. Oh yeah. And just close my eyes and just walk along the beach. I got to 60, 60 the other day and I peaked. <gasps> I peaked and I, 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 and I'm in no rush to get to a hundred. I'm just trying to exercise that. I don't need my eyes. And it's so, in terms of my senses, it's so good for me. I've no, I like, and I'm, I'm, I can feel if I'm, and I look back at this, my footprints to see if I went in a straight line or what my, my perception of a straight line with my eyes shut is compared to what it actually physically is if someone was watching with their eyes open. So like, I feel like that's good for me and I'm trying, I'm trying to do it more. You walk fast or slow? Um, just regular pace. I try to keep regular pace. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. I'm just trying to maintain breathing and the same pace the whole time and just tuning into the, the texture of the sand. Like that's how I know if I'm going up or down, like, cause if I'm going further away from the water, the sand will change the, the temperature, the like actual like softness or toughness, you know, like, and the noise as well. Like, yeah, it's cool. I recommend mm. trying it. <laughs> yeah, I really like the sound of that. We are we are so equipped in so many other ways with our senses. Yes. Like I've actually wanted to get my my sense of smell and taste sharper. Yeah, nice. So I've just started like sniffing things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a friend, she can like, they blindfolded her and got her to lick various things and she knew what they were. And I That's was like, so I want to have that skill. Yeah, and, you, and things we do have that skill. It's just, you just got to put time into it. Mm. and tasting like eating your food and be like what does this taste like like so many people eat in fear like quickly finish your plate and I'm like oh, I want to like mm, what's that what's that mm, a bit of pepper in there mm, a bit of chili in there like how long will those potatoes cook for you know like I'm asking those questions <laughs> now nice mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it's one of those things like it's you know like you, you can't you can't rush these things can you you just gotta sit back and let that simmer for a bit it is and I feel like these these things they they promote presence you know like we're all everyone's saying be present be present I'm like by saying that you're not being present just literally be you know what I mean like just like I what and I, I know another one that's I try try really hard and not not no one's perfect, but like, this is what I'm still working on is when I'm eating is to only eat, mm. not watch something or read something or be doing emails because I'm confusing my body. Cause in an hour it's like, well, I'm hungry. And I'm like, dude, we mm. just ate. It's like, nah, mm. you were fucking doing emails or watching mm. RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, true. Yeah. Actually, I yeah. wasn't actually present when we we're eating. You're so right. <laughs> you know, like. And my, and my yoga teacher training, they were like, don't talk while you eat. And I got really fired up. I was like, but that is the way that our culture socializes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But yeah, to, to be silent and to, to concentrate and be present with that. Yeah. 
and I love like having big cookups with friends and like there's the hustle there's the, there's the energy in the chat and everything while it's cooking people are in the kitchen blah 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 and then you played up and then I love the silence and if you do talk it's about the food so I don't mind talking with food if they're like whoa how good is this lasagna I'm like this is so lit like this is like they, we're talking about what we're doing so like I don't mind talking as long as I'm with food I'm with it yeah I'm not like half there <laughs> yeah don't 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 be self-deprecating about your job in front of the food yeah. <laughs> take that somewhere else mm-hmm. oh. yeah it's so, yeah, that's something that I know is so good for me. And even if I'm like, oh, I just really want to like be lazy and order some food and then like watch, like literally watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I do call myself out. I'm like, that was nice, but don't make a habit of that. Like, you know, I'm not shut. I'm not like being rude to myself or mean to myself about the past. I'm like, I'm glad you enjoyed that, but we're not making that a habit. And I'm like, fair call. Thanks. Mm. I'll take that. Mm. 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 Yeah. What do you reckon, what do you think it is like that we 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 struggle so well? I mean, you know, in my psychology studies, we're we're taught that like the brain, like we are hardwired to be expecting the worst, and we need distraction because it means that we, yeah, we 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 are able to know what's coming. We're able to think about what's ahead and all that sort of thing it's so paradoxical because we thrive when we are present. Yeah. But I don't, I don't like, I don't know what's coming. The reality is I can assume as much as I want with the insane evidence and you know, this is, but I, no one knows what's coming. Like no one knows. No, we don't even know if this is real. Like I'm talking to you through an iPhone. Dude. I don't even know if this is real, you know? Is, yeah. Yeah. And that's like, life is a trip, you know, like we are, that's what's happening. So yeah, I, it's just oh, distractions are, I think they're unhealthy personally. I think I think they can serve a purpose if some when you need to look some like they serve purpose, but like I never want to strengthen distraction ever. Because if I feel like I need to distract myself, that's that's a big red flag. Being like, whoa, 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 what do you need to unpack? Mm. What do you need? To, and the hardest thing to do is unlearn. Learning's easy. Unlearning is hard. So the minute something like maybe a conversation or an article or a documentary or something. And I'm, and you feel a bit like, oh, but I haven't, like, I don't know that. That's when you want to go, let me go see something that I know. You want to distract to your ego. It's like, oh, we know this. It's okay. It's like, hang on, no, no, you got to go back and unlearn that. I think in my personal experience, that actually means nothing in the scheme of life. You know what I mean? Like it's only relative to me, but it works. It, for me, I find it works. Unlearning. Unlearning. Recognizing you need to unlearn. Yeah, like every day of the week. And doing things that scare you. Yeah. Fear is the fear is like the place of birth. Well, that's a mm. nice photo. That was a nice photo of you. Was it? Yeah. On my headshot. Yeah. yeah. Your hair yeah. looks so like so like, your hair <laughs> looks so nice now too, but it was just like lush. <gasps> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was my yeah, my my headshot and my zoom cover shot doing the hand on the hip, throw the head back and laugh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Organically. 
yeah, <laughs> that mid. Okay, so the fear is the place of birth. All right, then to take us to the, the third question, not that there's any kind of time or guys or anything like that, is to say, if you were to zoom out, you know, we've talked about the importance of perspective, so you're welcome to dive back into that because I like, think that's rad. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to zoom out and, like, put it on a billboard or, like, have it come up to people, does it hurt when you do that? Don't do that. Like, and look at the world or look at one aspect of your world or your society, your peers, what do you think? you might think that is so like what would I put on a billboard yeah potentially yeah potentially it's a pretty cool question what oh man there's like there's a couple that come to mind oh yeah beep 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 um <laughs> that was on your end right yeah yeah that was on my end yeah did you do shaka them <laughs> I did do a shaka I've been shaking it all over the place yeah. this is the town of the shack yeah, yeah I've been shucking um, oysters and shucking around. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I think it would be. I uh, do you know what you asked me this a week ago, and it's like ask me, call me in a week, and ask me what it's like. I'm forever changing because we are like every minute. So I think it's it. It would I think it would just say just be full stop, <laughs> because by just being without ident- of putting labels on everything like okay this is really silly but I love meeting people and not knowing their name or what they do like I actually mm. thrive on it I love I love becoming friends with people and having no idea what their name is because I, I want to learn who that person is in the being of them being in front of me in front of my being instead of being like oh yeah I know someone with that name because it subconsciously because from my learning that I have to earn, unlearn, even if, even doesn't matter how conscious I am, there is probably a little part of me that's like, oh yeah, I know another Joanna. Like, I want, you know, like, I just want to, it's so nice just to actually be in situations with everything and everyone and not like, okay, last night I was looking at the moon and I was just like, is that even your name? Mm. That's what we, I, we have labeled you. So then like I took the label of the moon away and just looked at it and I was like, this is way cooler than a moon, way cooler than the label we've been taught. So I would just say, just be. And cause that does actually hurt a little bit. And well, being, being distracted, all that other stuff hurts. And it's like, Ugh. yeah, just be, just be. Cause there's, there's nothing else. Or like, be, or be without the just. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just be. Yeah, that's like, and like I always think of the. I, I had it written on my. Um, I got this big whiteboard in front of me here. So it was like my everything that I have to do, and I always have in there just being like, Zoe, you are a human being. I'm a human being. Like an animal is also being. A tree is also being. So I'm just like I'm a human right here right now being <laughs> that's what I think about at night time when I'm in my room by myself pondering I'm like human being I'm being a human be I'm being right here <laughs> so yeah just be boom boom be boom be yes so cool oh yeah yeah go out and tell the people that 
been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, those attachments that we have to names and so on, like we need that mm-hmm. because it helps us move through the world at ease. Yes. But like also imagine if you're, you know, you said your experience of that thing that we call the moon. Yeah. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, imagine if I just discovered this thing to eat that's like mushy and like goes really well with like crackers and stuff I didn't know that it was called hummus yeah like yeah how good would it be discovering that for the first time you know like it's like every yeah yeah interesting and Mm. I think every time can be a first every time is a first time like Mm. every time is a first time because everything Mm. everything we've spoken about is gone so this is the first time we're speaking in this moment and now this is the first time again (laughs) (laughs) And it's a vortex forever and ever and ever. And I wonder you spent three hours gazing at the stars just to be able to allow that to catch up with you. Yeah. I, and as I always, I think of time like currency. Like I think time is the, it's the strongest currency I have. Take all my money, but don't take my time, you know? So I can give the moon three hours or the thing that we call the moon floating in space that we can see from earth i can give it three hours i'm like you're worth three hours 100 percent. you know it's like charge it was i'll say i was saying last night i was with my friend i felt like i was on charge like i was on the ground flat on the earth just looking at the stars i'm like i'm charging this is so mm. healthy mm. My, my eyes are not distracted by any harsh light or noises this is so healthy I was like, mm, feel charged. I'm like, let's go. Charge up. Yeah. Charge up. I'm like, Zzz. it works for crystals. Works for solar panels. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I got an amethyst crystal um, on my. Tattoo. Yeah, forearm. Charge. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Got That's really funky, cool. Got some funky ones. Yeah. Yeah, some cool. Sun and a moon and an arrow. Got an L here for left. Like oh, yeah. Cause I'm pretty dyslexic. Well, I'm not actually like, I've never been diagnosed with like, but I like I every day I'm swapping things. Like I've got tendencies, but also Julia Cameron, her, the book, the artist way um, leap in the net will appear. It also represents that. That would be yeah. good on a billboard. Leap, leap in the net, in the net, net, net will appear. appear. Yeah. Start. Yeah. And then, uh, but not have the billboard too high up. So people could actually practice jumping off it. And yeah, it right. comes out. It's like a practical. Yeah, it practical is. It's, it's, and, it's a size specific. <laughs> size specific billboard <Yeah>. action. Yeah. <laughs> and the net does come out. It does. Most of the time. So oh. your B sign, you just have people sitting around it looking at it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. that. That'd be pretty fresh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I, do, I think I would enjoy observing people's reaction to the activity more than people actually jumping to see the net like watching if like some people would dive straight in literally and some people would sit back and go does the net appear like Mm. I think it would be as like a just human just watching human beings human being in that exercise I think I always think you learn so much in in silence you like in reaction not in words like the physical body. And maybe that's because I work in the body. Like, you know, when someone's ordering a coffee or if they're talking to me and they're, they're like, they're square, their shoulders and hips are facing me. I'm like, oh, wow, I feel real safe with me. 
And if I feel a bit uneasy, I'll go to the side so it can pass me by a little. I'm like, oh, I don't think I can go straight on with you. Like, I don't think I can do it today. Like, I can be here. I like, just got to pass through. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how we all sit, if you're forward, if you're back, you're relaxed. Like, so for, maybe it's just from my from my angle, I would love to watch that. I would love to sit back on a camping chair and just watch Happy Horiata. Mm. Yeah. As you said that I like gently uncrossed my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, look at my legs up. I'm like chilling. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you can't sit on normal chairs because your feet don't reach the ground properly. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, um, yeah, I really can't. And like on airplanes and stuff, if I sit, if I sit right back in the edge of this, my feet are dangling. If I point, if I like flex my foot into like a forced arch, I can, my balls on my feet, but I, I, it's very rare for me to put my heels on the ground. That's mm. not a sensation mm. that I feel very often back of the chair. I have to come quite mm. forward. But in mm. saying that, airplanes are so good for me because I can just cross my legs. Yeah. <laughs> put them up on the back of the seat in front for a little yeah. hamstring stretch, get, yeah, get yeah. your circulation working. It's the do. way to go. Yeah. My legs are flexed up. I'm just like asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. It's so cool. nice that you want to have conversations with people about this side of their living. You know what I mean? It's, mm. ref- it's refreshing. Thank you. It's refreshing. Mm. It's mm. not like what are you working on? What's new? It's like that actually doesn't matter. <laughs> mm. I mean, it yeah, does. I respect yeah. it and I love it and I appreciate it. But in the scheme of life, and like, you know, it's 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 how did you live, not what did you do? That's right. And it's interesting because I mean, I have received so much wealth of knowledge from listening to people's podcasts and listening to people talk about their process and talk about their little tidbits and all that sort of stuff um and I mean you know I put a bit of thought into this but I'm also just like I what you were talking about how you've only got your gigs booked until um until April I actually only plan I only plan my year until April yeah because like when I get to April, then I know how the rest of the year, I, I know better about what I want to do and how the year's yeah. going to go until later. Oh yeah. God. So, and so last year with the pandemic, it was actually really like, I had a rough idea that I wanted to like go to Sri Lanka or something. And I, I, I only had it planned until April. So although there were things which really, you know, sucked, um, it wasn't as hard. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I think I heard that um, as either Quentin Tarantino or Martin Scorsese. I need to research this. Um, they only plan their movies until halfway. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I didn't know. And that, then they that makes perfect sense. I can never create the whole thing. No, I feel like there's this like little voice in my ear being like, "You don't know what's gonna happen all that day," and I'm like, "You're so right." And half the time, if I'm real what I plan I don't even really use mm. I get in the space and I'm like why did we do that Pfft, let's do this instead <laughs> yeah 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 you know? it's just you just it's just yeah and also I just I, I don't I couldn't plan the whole year because I feel like if I was to try and start planning June and July if June and July were actual people that could talk to me I think they would call me out personally in my life journey going you don't know what we're doing when you get when you get here 
Mm. How do you know? <laughs> no, that's true. Like I often think of things or ideas or feelings as people. It just, I, it's really, it helps me humanize. It helps me stay present. If I start mm. trying to do too much or thinking too much or like, okay, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that. And I'm living in the future. I just like pause myself and I'm like, hold up June or May talk to me or creativity talk to me or sadness talk to me you know because often it'll be like you chose me you chose me that person didn't choose me you chose to bring me out to react to that situation it's not their fault that you are hanging out with your sadness right now you called me you knocked on my door and I'm like true I did (laughs) thanks yeah (laughs) did noted I guess I should probably invite you in for a cup of tea yeah, let's and then, and then yeah, and I then can't, that, yeah, <laughs> and that's and I feel like that's where in under every emotion is peace, like peace. It's like just peace disguised, like you know, because I I just say I don't have many of these moments anymore. But if I if I just say I was angry, and then anger comes up, I'm like fuck, this person may be angry or this job, or and I start the ego starts blaming, and then I just like humanize anger, and it's just like Zoe, you invited me in, you called me, you said come over, and I'm like hmm. I did. And then I'm, and they like take off the mask and like, hey, it's peace. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah, wow. Thank you for disguising. You know what I mean? That's come with awareness, like, and a long, I just, that I find, but for so, yeah, like, yeah. Don't even know how we really got there, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Like, I, I think, yeah. To give it a bit of context, I mean, I don't even know who's listening to this. Hey, free people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like you, to find that awareness, that's taken a sustained, like what, 10 years of meditation practice, you reckon? How long long have you been doing it on the rig, hanging out in your mind palace, dusting the the chandeliers? 10 years this year, 10 years this year. Sweet. Yeah, pretty. Anniversary. Yeah, yeah, actually. And like I, I was saying to my friend the other day, I have, I'm actually like, I'm having a moment of reflection and actually going good work because it's not, it's a practice now. I don't even, it's not a chore. I'm not like, Oh God, I've got to like, whether it's a journal or or a walking meditation or I sit meditation, I go to yoga or I'm drawing or I'm just going silence, walking down the beach with my eyes shut, humanizing my emotions. Like it's all become an effortless practice from the hard work. But it's nowhere near too complete. Like, you know, like I I don't want to be attached to anything, but I am. Mm. You know, like it's just like where I put the importance. I'm not putting too much importance on any of my attachments, and I think that's made me better at my job. Well, like when you I, said, when it I means dropped that it, you're just the receptionist. You're the I receptionist. Am. Yeah. yeah. And like I, the, my mum always told me, like the receptionist is the most important person at the, at the business. And I was just like, so true. If you walk in, first person you see. Then, then, and they're not, they're not like, they're just the receptionist. They're just, you know, like, but that port, that person is so important. How you get greeted. So like, yeah, when creativity or drive or passion or inspiration comes knocking, I'm like, I'm gonna show up for them be the best mm. receptionist you've ever seen <laughs> yeah I, so are you also the pe- the receptionist whenever anger disguised as peace comes in same receptionist um am i just nah 
I actually really think I'm in this, I think like the receptionist, I have a, I have a, I have a work receptionist. Work receptionist, yeah. And I have a life receptionist. Gotcha. They're on different shifts. <laughs> yeah, like they talk, they're colleagues, they're tight, but it's definitely, it's definitely different. Same, same, but different, yeah. Mm. I feel like my life receptionist is better at just giving me the truth like hard cold truth where like the work receptionist they've got a better job because it's fun ideas are dropping in I'm reading concepts listening to music and they're like let's go like my life assessment like my life as receptionist is pretty like pretty tough and I think it, it is it's a reflection of myself and what I'm becoming because if, if someone asks me how I am I'll either just go good and leave because I just know I can't even open that can of worms or I'll actually tell you you know and you got to read it mm. but 99% of the time I'll tell you exactly how I feel like with love how do you feel now pretty chill it's really good it's so nice just to like I feel like I saw you yesterday I know it's really cool yeah it's actually super duper do you know what yesterday morning I went and got my chai so like there's this place in Torquay called Mavis Mavis that I get chai from it's the best chai I've ever had right big chai girl love attached to chai there's an attachment for you anyway you and- got a chai you got to chai and cut those strings boy <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> and um a, a mate of mine was down there and he had a hoodie for 64 Sutton Street the boxing that we they- yeah, yeah. And, and my instant reaction was oh I know that and oh Sutton Street like it's still there like even though I don't go to that place that we used to train that and so Zoe, how- <laughs> Zoe and I went to um we went to performing arts school together and it was on the street called Sutton Street in uh, North Melbourne and that's where my boxing gym 64 Sutton Street um which is great North Melbourne boxing and fitness woo, mm-hmm. is too but yeah so that's how you were feeling about that place yeah keep going yeah yeah just like even though I don't have anything to do with that building anymore and I've actually paid a tribute to the things I learned from there as the, and the things that uh, they did not add positive value to my life at the time. And I'm so, I'm so past it. Subconsciously, there's still some seeds in that garden of, oh, because I literally shivered. I was like, couldn't pay me a million dollars to walk in that building. And it's just mm. like, wow, like, yes that's and that's that's a partnership that's not it's not that building's fault it's it's both it's you know what I mean like I'm 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 equally as responsible for why I feel like that in that space but it was so funny because I was like whoa I haven't had that feeling in a while like Mm. but it was I kind of thought about it all day and I was like yeah like talk about it because you obviously still suppress somewhere deep deep in the roots like you know you got to let it out but it was so crazy because I had all this joy at the same time as absolute fear and like bone shattering like oh <laughs> yeah but it was cool to see the boxing gym I was like that made me be like sick Steve was his name right yep, yep. yeah yep mm. and we were there when it first opened you went there yeah, yeah. you were like yeah yeah, yeah yeah I was training there right until I left Melbourne and um that was really interesting for me because I was like I've lived in Melbourne for 11 years and I've been going to 64 Sutton Street like this whole time. That's big. And there's been heaps of different contexts in which I've done that. And, you know, the last um, 
since 2016, that was when I stopped teaching, um, I would be going to boxing though. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've reframed this place and yeah. like hear the music sometimes and, you know, like, yeah, wonder and all that sort of thing. It's interesting how places hold, well, in psychology, we also study like memory is when it's consolidated in the place, yeah. that's when you're going to remember it again. Yeah. And it's also state dependent as well. So like yeah. if you're in a certain state, so say you, you've suddenly just got like a really hot skin or something like that. And you're like, oh man, the last time this happened or you burn your mouth or something like that. It's yeah. like, it reminds you of the last time that happened. Yeah. 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 Um, and also though, um, I guess we, there's a plane over here. It's a little one. I'm um, yeah. taking permission to reframe the memories of a place, you know, mm-hmm. make new ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's just that, that you are the creator. Like you are, that's it. It's not even of your world. You just, everyone is a creator. Like that's what we're here. We create. That's it. Like, yeah, it's so good. It's so healthy too. I'm actually right now creating a new relationship with teaching. Cause I've like pretty much, I, I, I quit. Like I did a hard quit, like a strong, mm. firm buy. <laughs> And, and it's only as of like the past couple of days, if I'm completely honest, like it's pretty raw, like realizing that I do have a gift as a teacher, but doesn't mean that I have to um, abuse it like I was abusing it actually for other people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I actually really, I am a good teacher and I like teaching, but I can only do it like once every like four months. Yeah. And, and, and I've just got that boundary of like, no, I'm not doing it, but it's nice to I'm creating a new frame instead of it. Yeah. But I had to do a hard, I had to do a hard detox, like a hardcore detox, like to wipe it clean, to actually see it for what it is instead of see it for what my experience was. That's really important. Yeah. important. Time to come back anew. Mm. Like, Mm so fresh like and and I think to circle back to what you're saying about uh being the receptionist like having that idea where you receive the creativity and you let it go so it's not who you are yeah it means that you can have a detox from it instead of being like I am a teacher this is it I I teach you can be like this is something that I've done and right now that's not serving me so I want to have to take that away yeah mm. and, and mm. I always and I always say this and you know if anyone listens to this who knows me you've probably heard me say this but teaching is a privilege and unless you can rock up to it and meet it right there I don't think that you should teach unless you and teaching is selfless like you're 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 essentially sharing your teachings it's not about you it's not about you being a leader of a group and then them finding something or unlocking another part of their practice or dance or whatever. It's like teaching, if you're going to teach, you're facilitating. And if you can't facilitate a hundred percent, like I don't, whatever your hundred percent is like, I, I, it's, I just question, I just question when people teach, I'm like, why are you teaching? Is it to fulfill your own validation of like you are achieving something or because you actually want to share and share the lesson? You know what I mean? Like, cause no one, you only teach yourself. 
Like if you were teaching, yes, if yes, I was in your yeah, class yeah. right now, you're not in my body. You can't go. All right, Zoe, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in your bodysuit and teach you how to like isolate. You share the what you're teaching your body onto me, and then I teach mm. my body. So when in you're at the position of leading, I think lead like or running a class or leading a group, you've got to you've got to show up. You can't. I I don't. I believe you can't do it at twenty thirty percent with the other, you know. 70% being oh I don't want to do this like, it's not mm. like that's just mm. my that's just yeah so teaching that that role is big you know it's important and we, and we know that because we've all had one teacher that you're like man thank you I, I know you always, you always have that one one or two teachers that you're like thank you for guiding me not dictating like you know like thank you you're just like man I needed that and often they're the ones that are like I can't teach too much and it's like, yeah, because yeah. you want to rock up. Yeah. 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 We need yeah. a value there, say, value teachers. Thank you, teachers. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh, teachers. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who would be one of your, like, is there a teacher or a mentor? My faves. Like, yeah, I've got a couple. I've yeah. got a couple. And I'm really fortunate. Um, one of them, so my year five teacher, Mr. Burgess, he was real cool because, like, We'd, he'd make up songs for us and he'd like do magic tricks and just kind of lead us. He was also really disciplined. Oh, cool. But yeah. And we would all like, he'd always like let us collaborate on stuff. That's good. Um, my I'm so fortunate that my dancing teacher, Sharon Underwood, you know, she, she just, yeah, she just saw you, I think. And it's so cool because that's who's been employing me in New Zealand. How basically cool so cool we're we're working we're working together like this will be our fourth maybe our fifth dance show of hers for her school that we've worked on together That's she's amazing. been teaching for 50 years it's her last one that we're working on and she's I've been around for 20 of the years yeah, so I'm like sweet. that's really cool that's a chunk. yeah that's a chunk mm. yeah that's yeah so, cool. so that's really cool yeah I love that and and then my my high school music teacher <laughs> Nick Grigsby I actually saw him when I was in the UK and I said to him I was like by the way like so many of my my life's things I, I put down to you I'm really grateful and I think that's really nice to be able to, be able to oh. go back to your teachers and tell them they it made is. an impact because yeah. if you're there and you're being selfless you're never going to know that yeah. yeah yeah and he's probably like he's he's passing on what served him mm. and he's 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 probably subconsciously passing that thanks onto his teacher. Mm, mm, you know mm. what I mean? Like it, it keeps going. Mm. Yeah. And I'm a teacher, you know? Yeah. And now, and you know, there's, there's going to be a student of yours that bumps into you in the UK and goes, yo, <laughs> thanks. And you're going to be like, it's all good. It was my, and then, and then he's going, it was this guy. Like it's the chain. It's we all won. Everyone is, everyone is. Mm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're the bomb. You're the bomb. <laughs> I haven't bomb, called bomb, anyone bomb. the bomb for a while. The bomb on the airplane. Yeah, I know, right? What like we should have an uh, isn't an abbreviation like B O M like oh yeah an acronym yeah an act, that's the word um, that's it. Being of matter, love. Yeah, that's, that's one of, that works. Yeah, <laughs> being of matter. We'll workshop that one. Yeah, that's cool though. 
That's have fun. you got any funny? Have you got any, any final tidbits before I stop this recording that you want to share with the people, the wisdoms, or even just like <laughs> with hey, the people, <laughs> with the people? What's up, people? <laughs> um, honestly, no. Just be present. Like just be. I just think of the word present is present. So we're presenting every present moment. So present well. Mm. <laughs> present presence like you know I've you asked me five years ago to be like work hard be disciplined yeah that's like that's that's a muscle it's like a plank you know like working hard is like learning how to hold a plank and observe the plank and and become strong or run that marathon but like strip it all back into like the person you are on an everyday basis just like actually if you're talking with someone talk with them if you're smelling something just give each moment the full moment don't try mm. I, I I don't know I, I get flustered now if someone's trying to like talk to me while I'm doing something else I'm like I used to be so good at doing 80 things at once now I'm like can you just wait a second I haven't finished like like tasting the chai you know or like I get yeah I get, monotask I, yeah I'm like I just want to like if I'm going to do something I'm going to do it and I'm going to be there mm. like I, I'm mm. going to literally be there like 100% of the way, like show up for it. Show up for the present moment is probably all I'd say. And practice, I don't know, actions, actions and more than words, actions. Yeah. Because it's cool yeah. to be like, oh, I'm on my spiritual journey, I'm being present and I'm manifesting. It's like, are you or does your ego like saying that you are? Oh, yes, this is literally clear my schedule. <laughs> That's such a like, thing, man. Like, and I know it's like, People may find that uncomfortable to hear, but it's not uncomfortable to say because it, I feel like we've all done it. Yeah. Well, yeah. The ego well, can get in. The ego can really get in and disguise itself in 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 growth. It can make it can be like, oh yeah, we'll let you have a bit of bite bite of that pie, and then we'll tell everyone that we've tasted the pie, so then we don't actually have to eat the pie anymore. Mm. And it's like practice less less this and chatty, more practice. Yeah. Yeah. Just- well, we're all looking for belonging and, and something to be a part of. And so if the journey, you know, if that's the thing that we're belonging in and being a part of is cool and can be an excuse for certain things or can be, yeah, I, I feel that. And I've done that. Like, and, I, and maybe I'm still doing that. Who knows? Like, yeah, who knows? Like, yeah. Like every day I learn something new about myself and I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's forever a learn. It's just, you're learning. We're just, we're just learning how to unlearn. And I'm learning, yeah, learning how like, to unlearn. Learn and learn. Learn. Yeah. Just every day I'm like, oh yeah, I need to unlearn that. And that's learning. <laughs> mm. Mm. So much learning, so much learning. But nah, thanks for um reaching out to me. This was pretty fresh. I like, it's nice to have these kind of conversations because so often I have conversations with people in this forum of a podcast about mm, the work I make. And I just, so I love, I love my job, but I also like being a human being more. Mm, mm, so thanks mm. for talking to me as a human first. Like you said earlier, like sometimes we're big, big, but I am the dancer, the artist, the choreographer. It's like, no, you're not. You're just this short chick with shaved head, lives by the beach. Yeah. Like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. 
I'm, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I guess as well because I've known you for a while, and so I've seen that evolution yeah. as person, as career too, and yes. and and that's something that I think is uh, I want to share. I guess is like, man, everyone looks at their poo before they flush it, like you, yeah. uh, the rest of us. Like, you have to look at your poo. Yeah, and so yeah, sure. We can share the fact that so-and-so does this many push-ups a day and it meant that they transcended the fifth dimension and all that sort of thing. And I'm interested in that stuff and I think that's also really great. But, like, for centuries and centuries, we've just been talking and philosophizing and, and yeah. looking at this other thing, the other. And, and, and for a very long time, I was scared of discussing it because I was like, that's not going to get me anywhere or that's not this or that. But it's very important, and and thanks so much for bringing all of your little insights and your wisdoms. Oh, you're so 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 welcome. Like any, yeah. And I say this like anytime. So anytime, Jan, anytime. Thank you. Sweet. Thank you. Awesome. This was so fun. Great. Thanks. I had fun too. I'm gonna stop recording now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and sharing your time with me this week. For this podcast to continue, I could really use your support. If you enjoyed the episode, please screenshot it and put it on your social media, send the episode to your friend or family. And if you can click subscribe to the episodes, they'll fall into your algorithm like your old friend JJ popping into your ear every week. I appreciate it so much. And as well as listening to this podcast, you can just keep on listening to your own wisdom by asking the questions, big and small, like, does it hurt when you do that? Don't do that.